Alright, uh, we're back. We should note something uh, that surprised us a bit last week. Kenneth Lay, the former chief executive officer of Enron, was indicted, capping a three-year fraud investigation of the bankrupt Houston energy giant. Now, Greg Palace has a great uh, great um, essay out on the web. You may want to go look up. Eileen Proctor, our good friend in Los Angeles, sent us a copy. Uh, Palace points out that under the racketeering law RICO, even before a verdict, anything bought with the proceeds of a crime goes into the public treasury. He says we need to go out and get that money back. Uh, he also some, has some facts in the essay I, I wasn't aware of. For example, uh, Brother Jeb, Jeb Bush of Florida, uh, picked up $2 million from a Houston fundraiser at the home of Kenneth Lay after the company went bankrupt. He notes that Enron, not incidentally, obtained half a billion of Florida's state pension money, which has now disappeared. Remember in California, all that money we were paying to Enron and these energy giants based in Texas? I think Greg Palace has the right idea. We need to go get that money back from the Swiss bank accounts it is and give it back to us in California. Now, Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't seem to be doing a great deal about about this. I know he's signed some long-term contracts. You know, this stuff is so complicated, it's hard to follow. But um, we do have some friends over at PG&E. We're going to see if we can uh, look into this as the trial of Mr. Lay unfolds. Now, let's do a little bit of science here in today's program. We weren't able to get anyone for the Cassini mission for today's show, but we do have some folks that uh, that I think are going to talk to us on next week's program. So, uh, so stay tuned for that. Also off the NASA site, non-Cassini related, the Voyager 1 and Voyager 2 spacecraft, which are currently 7 and 9 billion miles from the Earth, which is, you know, puts them twice as far as Pluto, recorded finally those blasts that came off our sun uh, last November when uh, we had all these major flare activity. The shock wave, which is traveling a lot less fast than the speed of light, finally got out to the edge of the solar system. Now, what's amazing about it is, you know, scientists are still hearing from the Voyager spacecraft on a daily basis. They send back about 12 hours worth of data every day. Of course, as all this solar activity reaches out at the end of the edge of the solar system, it's sort of inflating like a balloon, uh, the area that's under solar influence. And, and how that's happening is, is being relayed back to Earth by these hard-working spacecraft, which were launched uh, back in the 1970s. Now, as impressive as, the, as this is, we should remind you, I mean, this, this voyage out to the edge of the solar system, we should remind you that these spacecraft are still less than one light day away. And the nearest star, 4.3 light years. All right. And, you know, we should take a moment to reflect on the fact in this program that although, you know, we enjoy bringing to you, and we're proud to bring to you people like Bill Moyers and Daniel Shore, the really cool thing about having a radio show is you can then go out and have lunch with people like Christy Canyon. <laughs> Christy, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. And next time you come to Southern California, you have to come to my house for dinner. Well, Christy, that's very nice. I enjoyed very much having lunch with you and your, and your husband, Grant, down oh, there. Oh, thank you. Well, when you come over, then you have to deal with us, two dogs and a cat. Well, it can be done. So as long as you're not allergic. I'm not. All right. Paula Jones, talking about Bill Clinton, his book. He was down at Britano's in Century City a couple weeks ago, actually when I was, when I was down there. And um, she says he was being used as a pawn by his political opponents, and we think that's, uh, that's certainly true, and, and, and God bless her for saying that. But, but talking to you, I was really shocked and surprised to hear you say that your friends, 
meaning adult film actresses, many of whom had fantasies about the ex-president. Very much so. When he came onto the scene in 92, the, all the girls that I worked with at Vivid at the time, which were girls like Hypatia Lee and Jamie Summers, uh-huh. um, we would all get to a set and or a photo shoot, and we'd all talk about how we had these complete <laughs> sexual, like, wet dreams about Bill Clinton. Oh he was just... There's something so sexy about that man. Even now, I mean, now he's more distinguished sexy. Yeah. But there, I just remember one day I was on the set of uh, some vivid film. I think it was Christine the Wild and Raquel showed up. And she said, God, Christy, I had this dream last night about Bill Clinton, our president. And I said, I had one too, like a week ago, a sexual dream. And she said, me too. It was just, there was something very sexy about him. And we just couldn't figure out why... He took the likes of, like, uh, Paula Jones and Jennifer Flowers when Raquel <laughs> Darien and Christy Canyon would have been more than willing, and we never would have blabbed. You could have changed history, Christy. <laughs> yeah, but I would never have sold him out like Paula Jones. We could speculate that uh, he perhaps wouldn't have been impeached had he been, you know, shown an indiscretion with someone, uh, someone who's more irresistible. Let's put it that way. Yeah, well, apparently I'm not to him. I mean, I look at Monica, and then I look at myself in the mirror, and I think, I don't get it. <laughs> I guess. I mean, didn't he know all the girls in the Southern California and the porn industry would have done him in a minute? Christy, I'll wager he did not know that. Because I think if he had known that, the course of history might have been considerably different. And you know, the funny thing is, like, we never had that about Al Gore. It was always Bill Clinton. <laughs> even my girlfriend that I wrote about in my book, Wanda, she didn't uh-huh. call me up and say, Christy, oh, I just had a dream about Bill Clinton. There was, like, a core group of us that just... We always had dreams about him for like the first two years that he was in office, which is very sexy. It's well known in political circles that Bill Clinton ran well with females, and Radio Parallax is here to round that story out and add a few dimensions to it you didn't know about. <laughs> and Bill, if you're listening, why? Why didn't you email me something? It's not too late. And he can't get impeached now. <laughs> oh, my. Christy, it's always fun. We want you to come back and uh, talk to us again soon. Anytime. All right. Anytime. Have fun. Yes, one wonders how history might have been different if uh, President Clinton had gotten involved with uh, people in the adult film industry instead of White House interns. Now, on, on uh, our our. our, our old program, Reality Radio, we actually had a talk uh, some time back with uh, with President Clinton. We haven't been able to get him on since, unfortunately, but it might be a good time to air a, uh, a bit from our archives, uh, our chat with the then lame duck, uh, President Bill Clinton. Mr. President. Yeah, I'm here, Doug. How you well, doing? Thank tonight? you very much for coming on to Reality Radio. Well, you're welcome. You know, I got a lot more spare time on my hands now that I'm, you know, not really well, I, a I, lame duck, pretty much, so. Yeah. You know, I, I have time to go on shows like yours, and I, I appreciate you having me on. It's well, we're, we're just delighted to have you. Uh, what, what are your plans for, you know, come January 20th? Well, you know, I, I really am trying to plan, map this out, and uh, I have a couple of main options that I've narrowed it down to. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to do one of two things. First of all, I may just retire to a farm. I, I mean, I think that just like well, Jimmy Carter do you, did. Do you have a farming background? Well, no. But technically, I don't. But I mean, I certainly have watched hours and hours and hours of, of Green Acres, and, and I and I just always loved that show. I mean, the Talking Pig, and 
you know, and you got uh, the Ava Gabor character. Oh, honey, you want some more hotcakes? You know, it was just all those sexual euphemisms going flying back and forth between those two. You know, are there, are there Oliver. Any, well, that's kind I of love a, that. That's an apt show, really, for you, a gentleman that wants to retire to the com- uh, country with a wife who prefers to be in New York. Well, you know, I you can't. It's perfect, isn't it? I mean, I really think so. I may My just goodness. do that. My vision, though, is a little bit of a rewrite, I guess. I, I think that I would get myself a Filipino maid and you know, have her give me back rubs and maybe walk on my back once in a while. You know, I mean, a man's got needs, Doug. I mean, well, come on, let's face it. I mean, Hillary's going to be it's over to in have New plans, York sir. a lot of time. Yeah. You know, for a lot of time. And I need I need to be satisfied like any ex-president would, you know. Oh, well, that's, so, that's great. You mentioned another alternative to well, farming? yeah, you know, I'm actually thinking about something. Well, you know, one of my idols is Elvis, and uh, you know, and he eventually did movies. And I'm thinking I may just go to Hollywood and do movies. You know, I've even secured myself an agent to uh, handle some of that stuff for me, and he's very encouraging to me. Any, any properties you're looking at down there? Well, one thing I, I'm really excited about is a, 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 actually he wants me to do the Dukes of Hazard movie. Wow, well that that would be interesting. Well, actually, the real title is Dukes of Hazard the movie, but you know, I, I think that I certainly. You know, could play one of those roles, maybe the John Schneider, you know, tall, handsome guy role. I mean, he wants me to play Boss Hog. I don't think that I'm really, you know, okay, I'm, I've been a boss before. It'd be but, hard to think of who we could start I mean, with. He's pretty you, ugly, but ugly, you know, and I don't want to play that. So well, who'd, who'd be with you as the young, virile guy driving around in the Dodge Charger? Well, you know, uh, one of the things that's been floated around, of course, is you know, naturally Al Gore. But I, I really don't think that that's a good idea either. You know, I, I think. I'd much rather have someone like uh, Matthew McConaughey. I think he'd probably be good. You know, me and Matthew would probably get along really well. So. Okay. All yeah. right. What else? And lots of other movies. Well, there's another one that uh, my agent sent me. And, uh, you know, I've always been a big Elvis fan, as you know. And uh, I, I, this one sounds kind of kind of similar to his movies. It's called Jailbait Rock. Uh-huh. You know, I guess it's... It's be G-rated, I presume. It, it's a road picture about a guy that sort of gets in trouble with the law because of his, you know, dealings with younger women and stuff, you know. And, and there's a lot of rock in it. I like uh-huh. it. I mean, I think that, that might work. That has appeal for you. I don't like the title. You know, I think I would have to go, I mean, you know, with my yeah. background. But yeah. But I like the premise. It's cool. Uh-huh. All right. Um, any, other, any other movies he's you're looking well, at? Well, Smokey and the State Troopers, another one he's thrown my way. A remake of Harem Scarum with, with my Harem's All Interns. He sent me that. <laughs> Uh, Hee Haw the movie. Now that one I'm kind of interested in because, well, first of all, I think I do a spot on junior samples like nobody's business, you uh-huh. know. So I may I may just take take them up on that one. Well, Mr. But, President, but if you don't mind one, my saying so, I think you should exercise a lot of caution in dealing with these things you've, you're thinking about so far. Well, I always do exercise a lot of caution with anything that I do, uh-huh. you know, uh, other than the presidency. But uh, the, the best one, the movie that I think really captures my essence and and uh, and interest best is. Pretty Woman 3. That's the, the project oh. that I think I may just do. How, how do you see that one coming together? Well, the plot is really kind of cool. It's basically this guy, he takes a pretty sophisticated woman, and he helps her get elected to the Senate. Now, that, <laughs> that doesn't fit me. I don't know what does. Mr. President, thank you for coming on the show. Hope you'll be able to come on the show um, after January 20th. I think I'll have a lot more spare time than maybe I will. And thank you very much, and may God bless America. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's 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 close out here in our second segment. Um, you're listening to Radio Parallax on KDVS ninety point three FM, Davis, Sacramento. I'm Douglas Everett, and stay tuned for our third segment. We're going to talk to Paul Dorn. Paul is executive director of the California Bicycle Coalition. We're also going to go to Hollywood to talk to our new Hollywood correspondent, Gail Murphy. 